going to silence every voice of violence, yeah. every voice of death, yes. every voice of disagreement. Even if people disagree, they should disagree on good basis. Yeah. The cases may be resolved. Yes. It shouldn't end in wars, people dying, people killing each other. Yeah. Shall we go and silence every voice yeah. of violence? Hallelujah. 
Please, are we there? So, yes, verse 1 to 3, please. Yes. Seven, verse one to three. And I read. Okay. So the king and Haman came to banquet with Esther the queen. Okay. And the king said again unto Esther on the second day at the banquet of wine. Uh-huh. What is thy petition? Uh-huh. When Esther uh-huh. and they shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? Uh-huh. And they shall perform. Amen. Even to the half of the kingdom. Uh-huh. Then Esther the queen. Rakaya Kapo 
offering. An offering to seal the request that we have we have put before him. An offering as a covenant to seal it. To know that yes, the Lord will indeed do it. God knows your pocket. He knows what you have in your pocket. So take a thanksgiving offering and come and seal this request that you have asked of him.
of verse 33. And a tree is identified by its fruit. Is it true? Okay. Yes. If a tree is good, its fruit will be what? Good. If a tree is bad, the fruit will be? So ask the person by you, are you a good tree or a bad tree? What kind of tree are you? Pineapple tree. You see the, you see the rose. Carrot tree. Beans tree. Maize tree. So, the Bible says that how can evil men speak what is good? And how can good people speak what is evil? It's what's in your heart that you say. Hallelujah. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. An evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And, and according to the word of God, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word that you speak. Mm. Because the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. Whatever you say, in the, in the U.S., I don't know if it applies in Ghana. They say you have the right to remain silent. Because whatever you say can and will be used against you. Bible is saying that people of God, we will know you by the things that you say. Because whatever is in your heart, out of the abundance of the heart, what have you been saying today? That's the question. The last one called your hand. What was it? What was the discussion? I've been fighting with this man. Our, our war is a silent warfare. We have been quarreling. But today our war has ended. Amen. Come on, we are not fighting. Me and you, we cannot fight. In any case, if we fight, I will show you. So you go, are you, is somebody fighting with me? Somebody fighting with you here. No. Somebody's fighting with you. Please make peace. Because we are going to talk about money. And we don't want us, we don't want to miss our money. Yes. We can miss our money because of a fight. Mm. So please, are you fighting with somebody? No. The way you said no shows me that you are really fighting with somebody. <laughs> you are fighting, you are just remembered. So please, all the fights you have forgotten, remember. All the conversations you've been having, remember. I want us to, according to the word of God, if you are bringing your offering here, and you remember that somebody has something against you, you might be right. Maybe you are right. I'm sure that even if you are not right, you think you are right. Sometimes we think we are right, but God knows that we are wrong. So, before you bring your offering and expect it, to be accepted, settle the matter you have against somebody or somebody has against you. Sometimes you have something against somebody. Sometimes somebody has something against you. And the Bible doesn't care whether it is you who is fighting them or they are fighting you. It says, as much as possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace. So please, stop looking at me as if you just arrived from heaven. 
Because I know that you are squabbling before you came here. You are quarreling with somebody. You blocked somebody. You unfriended somebody. I know. And a good tree bears good fruit. So if you are bearing the fruit of unfriending and unblocking, eh? Friend, eh? I can't say. Unfriending and blocking. You know what I mean, right? Yes. Some of you, you fight with drug drivers. You fight with house help. You fight with cleaner. You fight with your sister. You fight. In fact, anybody who calls you, you fight with the best. When they don't call you, you fight with them. When you see them, you fight with them. When you don't see them, you insult them. This guy, I haven't seen him for a long time. Was never correct. I knew that. So I want you guys to help me. I have matters to settle. I'm fighting with some people. I don't fight with blues, I fight with silence. But my silence is very dangerous. I had a very wicked grandmother. She's dead, so I can see that. She's wicked. She was So one day she told somebody that, as for me, my tears are very bitter. Mm. My tears are very bitter. If I cry on you right now, something will happen to you. Mm. You see, it sounds so bad, but you have been saying things like that. Mm. Yeah, I've had people saying those kind of things. Some people who fight to me, yeah, they don't survive. <laughs> what kind of life is that? The people even who are fighting Jesus, they survive. But it's only you. People will fight to be able to survive. Survive. The guy, and you know that one who old witch, my grandma. That time she was maybe 10 or 11 when she said that thing. And the person she was trying to, she wanted to go home. She was at the auntie's house and she wanted to go home. And the auntie said, No, you stay here. I will go and check what is happening and come and tell her. She was so angry. So she removed the dress the auntie had bought here. Those days they didn't have many clothes. Mm. So she removed the only dress she had, left it there very early dawn. She left, bought on a boat to wherever. Auntie used to live in the middle of Lake Victoria, an island, mm. an island in Lake Victoria. So she got into a boat and naked home. And then she went, she went home. And when she got home, they told her that her auntie, who she was with, has died. So sometimes in in the kingdom or in church, we say certain things or do certain things and we think it's powerful. Mm. I'm powerful. Mm. It's witchcraft. Mm. If somebody can, can step on you and then because of that they've died. Mm. If somebody overcharged you and because of your anger, the person is sick. It is not the power of God. It's something else. So, do you have any case to settle? Can we settle the case before we go into money matter? Okay, I'm giving you one minute. Just talk to God and say, Lord, I want to let this thing go. If you have a phone and I'm feeling I'm, I'm somebody, block the best, can you do better? 
You can do it right now. I give you permission to unblock and, and refriend. Is there something like that? When you unfriend, can you refriend? I didn't say you should go and chat to your ex, ex, ex. Some of you are trying to misinterpret what I'm saying. That's not what I mean. Okay. So let's settle this case. Lord, whatever is on our hands that we're moving forward. Whatever issue, battle, struggle, unnecessary pressure, bitterness, unforgiveness. We choose to leave them here at the foot of the cross. Help us, O Lord, to be like you. Because your mercies are new every morning. Give us mercy in our hearts. Renew the mercy in our hearts. So that we can be like you. Help us to bear good fruit. Help us to bear good fruit. To the glory and honor of your holy name we pray. Somebody, your heart is so heavy about your father.
That was just the greeting. That was just the intro. Yeah. So, can you please look at somebody? Tell the person you look good. Some of you are so stingy, even with your compliments. When last did you tell somebody something nice? Tell them I look good. Oh, some of you are mean. I want to look good. Oh, you who are standing there, you don't want to say anything to anybody. You look good. Eh? When I say they should say they look, then they are talking about other things. You know what? You know sometimes, eh, in the process of life, we even forget to show that kind of kindness. Somebody has taken so much time in salon to bore that. Oh, you can just step on your face. It doesn't cost you anything. He's a man of God, I really believe in power. So when you give me a, a prophetic word, I'll take it. Uh -huh. 
So if you don't want to don't cover your ears. He said this coming election between John Mahama and Ekufuero. Mm. Mm. This is a prophetic, but you want to know. One of them is going to be. That's the word of the Lord. One of them. Yeah, one of them. So receive your prophetic word in the name of Jesus. I used to say when you were here, I used to say something so that I will commit myself. No. I am only committed to cash and the kingdom. That's what I can talk about today. So your anger doesn't change anything. You can vote for NDC, vote for NPP, vote for CPP, QP, FPP, and then we will see. And whoever wins, we give glory to God. The only thing we want is that we want the selected president to be God's choice. We want the, the, to be peace in Ghana. We want everybody to be comfortable and okay at the end of the day. We want the winner to be very clear. We don't want those kind of confusing things that we are here, we are not here, we are not sure, we are going to court and those things. No. We want the lead to be one touch. Those who are in comfortable lead should be comfortable lead. Okay. So, please, on the 7th, we will be having a 24 hour prayer team on the WhatsApp platform of the Alternative Church. We will start midnight up to. So, you select your hour and you pray. Don't select the hour and then be using that time to eat the fruit. Select the hour and pray, okay? And for the nation. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So, Kasha the Kingdom, you may please have a seat. And then when I feel like you are not with me, you will surely stand in the So, Kasha the Kingdom, Cash and the Kingdom. Please, do you have some cash? Does anybody have cash? Yes. Have cash? Okay, if you don't have some, have you ever had some before? Yes. Okay. By the grace of God, I've also had some cash. And I also have some cash in Jesus' name. Amen. And we are talking about how to operate cash in the context of God's kingdom. How to operate cash in the context of God's kingdom. But before that, yesterday we went to Chilopa at North Kadeshi. Yeah. We're chilling over there. The place is nice. Walk to walk capital. Blue one. Yeah. That is at Eglisha International. On top of the blue carpet, there was another carpet. Hey, carpet on carpet. So how do you call this one? It is a double portion anointing. Hallelujah. And we had a great time there talking about the great encounter. And if you missed it, we actually have an audio recording. But uh, we feel like sharing it with them. Yeah, yeah not really sharing. We'll think about it. Next time, don't wait for audio recording. Just come. Yes. We went there with a powerful delegation from uh, Mighty Mondays to visit the Ecclesians and they welcomed us so nicely. So, you guys, just put your hands together for Ecclesians. They are very, very, very good. We thank God for the ministry, man of God. We thank you for the opportunity um, and we bless God for your life. Church, hallelujah, family as well. So now that we have come from chilling and not condition, we are diving straight into cash and the kingdom, and we are talking about the operation of cash in the context of God's kingdom. And I've been talking about this for some time. And uh, unfortunately, Monday, sometimes I see people, I don't see them, I see them, I don't see them. It's difficult when we are trying to build on something 
which is progressive. But I pray that even though you might not have heard the previous messages, you'll be able to still adapt, okay? The kingdom of God, we are praying that that kingdom come, yes. that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we are not talking about when you are dead and gone, that the kingdom of God will come there somewhere, no. We are talking about now, once you are here alive and well, let his kingdom come and let his will be done on earth now as it is being done in heaven. Okay? So this discussion understands that it's a present continuous discussion. Okay? It's not a futuristic somewhere in, in the year 2056. Now, okay? Let the kingdom come now. So Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. This scripture, if you attended uh, children's service or Sunday school, you should be able to mention Matthew 6 33. It says, only the Pentecost people went to the children's service. Where are the Presby people? Okay, let's start again. See what? And what again? And then what will happen? Some of you, you don't know the thing, I'm just saying, okay. They are saying, seek you first the kingdom of God. Okay, so in this scripture, in, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus was talking about the things that we need. Do not worry, see, about food, about clothes, about this, about that. Those are things that unbelievers worry so much about. But instead of doing that, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all these things will be added to you, right? Another version says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Hallelujah. Um, my daughter Khadija was here, she was talking about, don't ask God for what you want, ask him for what you need. And sometimes even that is difficult because the thing we are desperately asking for is not what you need. It's just something you want. You are desperately asking God for it. But may God meet you at the point of your need tonight. May God give you what you really need for your breakthrough. So I want to ask you a question. What are you really seeking first? See, there's what you are seeking and then there's what you are seeking first. What's the first thing you are seeking? What's the first thing you are, you are really seeking? And what does it mean to seek? To seek, to search for, right? What do you wake up in search of? Every one of us is searching for something. You wake up in the morning, you get dressed, you are going somewhere. You are going somewhere in search of something. What is it you are going in search of? Okay? You pick, you wake up, you pick your phone. You are picking your phone in search of something. What is it you are searching for? That phone. Who, how many people commented on my post? How many people liked my picture? You are seeking for the attention of people. Or you are seeking for the, what? Applause of human beings. Okay. Now what are you seeking first? It's a question for you. I'm not asking rhetorical questions. I want you to answer yourself like, what am I seeking first? What's the primary objective of my life? Some of you are like, oh, the kingdom of course. 
is not true. Give the real answer. At least if you won't be honest with us, be honest with yourself. You see, we are, that's what I'm saying that, oh, please tell me what you're seeking. Just answer yourself. What are you seeking? Christ. So tonight God wants us to change our focus. He wants us to do what? If you can put the first things first, then all the rest will follow. But if we put the last thing first, everything falls apart. Okay? And that is the reason why we are so tired, running around in circles and yielding very little results or no result at all. Tell somebody next to you, yield a result. Yield a result. If you want to yield a result, you must change your focus. Hallelujah. So my question to you is, how are you living? How are you living? Because we are told to seek first the kingdom of God above all else. Yeah? Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And then his righteousness. So we are seeking two things. The kingdom and the righteousness. The kingdom and the what? Righteousness. Where righteousness means what? People have been waiting church. Your pastor is being tired. What is righteousness? just love Christians for this one. We use a lot of words which we cannot explain. If I ask you right now, what is a blessing? Oh, I'm blessed. What's a, what does that mean? What's a blessing? Can you please explain? Nobody knows. Oh. Man of God, these people. I think we have to travel. Maybe <laughs> a place somewhere where some people know what a blessing is. Please, who knows what a blessing is? That is the topic for the day. Righteousness. What is righteousness? What is righteousness? Being what? Being right with God. See the evangelist. What is good? Yes. Right standing. Yeah, the pastor's daughter knows. So the evangelist and the pastor's daughter, the rest of you. All of you will pay 20 Ghana on your way out for not knowing righteousness. After 15 years in the church. <laughs> Basics. This one will take you back to a Okay. Right standing with God. Being able to look God in the face without trembling because I'm okay. This is like when your mother comes. You know your mother has come home. Mm. You're like, no. mm. <laughs> if you hear that she's when you're coming from the gate, you first have to switch. The thing that thing you are doing means that you are not right. You are not in right standing with your mother. So you want to quickly do it before she comes. Yes. Like when I arrive here and then everything is basa basa. And you see, oh, they are trying to fix something. Means they were not in any right standing. When you're in a conversation and then somebody walks in, you keep quiet. You see? So I don't want us to be talking about things as if it's somewhere in the sky. Righteousness, oh yeah. I'm talking about when God walks into your room. If you just have you walks in, will you close the laptop? 
That's what they have been doing in my house. Immediately I enter the room. You see the laptop closing. You see the laptop dark. You see some shadows moving. Around 10 p.m. when people are supposed to be sleeping. Then I just decided, let me just take cool walk down the corridor. You see some diving. Diving into the bathroom. Diving under the bed. Diving under the blanket. It means that I are not surprised that I'm with mommy. Because mommy said we should sleep. And what are we doing? What are we doing? So you, when God working, you dive. Dive into the mattress. In other words, all the things we are doing that we know that when God sees it, you will not like it. The chat you are chatting, you see. There are some people like you don't you won't like to live with them. Immediately you come nearby, you see them changing, closing them. Have you seen Some people have seen those things. You close, accept all of them. And such people usually, they become very defensive. If you try to say anything, they will defend it. Not only defend it, they will turn the tables on you. They will try to find something wrong with you. Just 
late because who has asked you? Why is she late? Hmm? So we choose to live righteously. And I know that we said cash and the kingdom. So you want to hear about the cash. But me too, I want to talk about the kingdom. Yes. Because the cash, without the kingdom, is stress and pressure. There are so many ways to make cash without the kingdom. True or false? I know some of your friends are doing it. Yeah. They have ways of doing this. You can carry some cocaine from here today. You can go and find somebody's husband to be your bank ruler. I know when I was working at the bank, there was a lady who went to get some money from We used to go there and that's a job to buy, it's also not correct. We used to go knocking that people should give us their Please transfer some money into this account. So we went to Villagio. I met a lady there who was a friend of a friend. And basically, she is a young lady who has been, they rented an apartment for her at Villagio. The, best, the renter of the apartment is somebody's husband. Somebody else's husband. But she has a baby for the man. He's taking care of her. She's living there. She's enjoying herself. That is cash without the kingdom. Cash without the kingdom is a very painful thing because it can be sweet for a time. By the end of the day, a mouth full of And you know, sometimes, eh, because of the speed of our lifestyle nowadays, the speed of the world, we tend to feel as if God's way is taking too long. You see? This God's method here is so long. You can go and do those things. Sleep in a coffin. Two guys go sleep in a coffin. One will come, one will come. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's very quick. Now when I tell you where I can you have money. Then they'll tell you, don't bath. Don't bath for the next one. So you have money by compound. You have jacuzzi but you can't sit inside. But that is cash without the kingdom. So the reason why I want to focus on the kingdom is because if we build on the foundation of the kingdom, then we will have what the Bible calls good success. Because we have different types of success. We have bad success. We have good success. We have manageable success. But I want you to have good success. Somebody say good success. So in 1 Corinthians 4.20, the Bible says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of words. It's not just words, but it's power. It's what? Power. Power. Oh, power. This kingdom we are talking about eh, is a kingdom full of power. So cash and the kingdom is connecting you, your money, to where the power lies. Some people have money, but they don't have power. Some people have power, but they don't have any money. But cash in the kingdom gives you power. And money. Hallelujah. The money in the king in, in this context. Okay, you let me just jump to the other things. I think I have a lot of things to say. So um talking about key principles, the key principles of cash and the kingdom. Key principles of cash and the kingdom. I think I have about five of them. 
I'm just going to give them to you in point form because there are things that you you know already, but you just need to refresh your mind. Okay? Key principles of cash and the kingdom. And somebody is like, I thought this woman was a prophetess. Well, what is she doing? I am prophesying to you, Hallelujah, that your wealth transfer is coming. Amen. That a wealth transfer in the hands of somebody who has no understanding is a dangerous thing. So you need understanding about this wealth, right? So key principles, number one, living righteously. I think we've talked a lot about that. Living righteously. Living righteously is a principle. Maintaining a right legal standing with God. That's what we call living righteously. And and I know that when we talk about righteousness, we all think about the things that, you know, oh, this guy is adultery, it's fornication, it's, you know, those things we can see. But then there are these things I was talking about when we started. The things that are in our hearts. And God is concerned so much about those things. The anger, the rage, the bitterness, the hatred, the unforgiveness. It does not constitute righteousness. Hallelujah. So, operating cash in the kingdom without a right legal standing with God is virtually impossible. It doesn't become cash in the kingdom. Trying to operate, eh? Trying to operate cash without a legal standing with God, a right legal standing with God. It's virtually impossible. You can't operate cash in the kingdom. Say, oh, I'm being cash in the kingdom. We are not being cash in the kingdom. We are being cash in something else. Something. Something dangerous. Hallelujah. Number two point. The first point was living righteously. Number two key principle is readiness to sacrifice. Readiness to do what? Sacrifice. We talk about let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But most of the time, we don't take time to know what God's will is about anything. Readiness to sacrifice for your information in this kingdom, to the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God. Your cash can be called upon at any time. It can be called upon at any time. You cannot tell me that. No, you know, I'm building and I don't want to. When God says, bring that 12,000, then you start giving us stories. We know I'm building. Oh, who cares about your building? What are you building? What are you building? What was it? How far? So at any time, your cash can be called upon. You see, you are looking at me like I'm just like, yeah, okay. Your cash, you, you, the one you are saying is my cash. Actually, it's not yours. So you should be ready and willing to return it to the rightful owner when it's demanded. True or false? If I've given you this Bible, eh? And Sylvia, I've given you this Bible to keep for keep it for me. I don't mind, you can use it for a little while, but just keep it for me, okay? Then I go and come and say, Auntie, read my Bible, please. You can't tell me that, oh, I'm busy reading Ephesians chapter 2, so you go and come. No, I will go and come, it's my Bible, give it to me. That's what it is. So the money in your account can be called upon at any time. The so called investment you say you have made, it can be called upon at any time. The kingdom needs the money. So don't come and tell me that you are doing, I've done investment. Who cares? Go and break the investment and let's build the kingdom. It's called cash in the kingdom. It's not called cash in your in, in, in house. If they are so quiet to be man of God, should I store them? Mm. Even when you do that, I feel so nervous. 
Is anybody still here? My brother has encouraged me, so I don't care what you would think. And family. Now, on this point of readiness to sacrifice, I want to say something. Some of us have some kind of mentality that sacrifice should be done by people who have money. So you feel that, after I don't have much, so it's those people who should sacrifice. Have you seen that? That's how you think. Eh? So, have you seen that's how it is? So anytime we are talking of let's give, let's send something to the orphanage, your mind, your mind is closed, you're not, you're not part of it. It doesn't even cross your lane. Because you have, I have only 20 Ghana. So my children in Ghana has nothing to do with what people are talking about. Let the person who has 200 give. Let the person who has 2,000 give. Can I tell you what happens when you do that? Can I just tell the truth? Prophetically speaking. This thing happened to us in, on the other side. We, we are having a meeting like this, okay? And we say, guys, that place was quite more expensive than here. So we say, guys, we need to raise this amount of money for the meeting. And then all our people will be like, mm, you know, and, you know, school fees, you know, rent, you know, the usual. Yeah? Like if I ask you right now, Please, can you give me 100 cities for... You see, she has already thought about several things to tell me. Okay. I've seen all the... The, the script is on your face. Okay. Let me go and scare somebody else. For you look very... I think... I'm coming to... Yeah. So, you see, next month's salary. Bring it and let's use it for this meeting. So you are trying to reap when you have consumed. 
the, the guy who was helping us with that, those meetings, one day asked me, do people come to the meeting? I said, yes. I said, so they can't contribute anything. Because you know, it's okay to go and say, um, we need a thousand and we've gotten seven hundred. So can you give us three hundred? But we need a thousand, give us thousand. Where are the people who come to the meeting? What, what? I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You don't like it, but I need to tell you that in the kingdom, there is no conversation about money that does not involve giving. So your anger about giving has to stop. If you don't stop that anger, you are going nowhere. In fact, you are on a fast lane, you are on a motorway, fast lane going to nowhere. <laughs> Where are you? You are heading to nowhere. You are overspeeding to nowhere. I pray that you will turn around in the name of Jesus. So, your, the, the, what? your cash can be called upon at any time in the kingdom. And you can't give us stories, excuses, and plans. Draw your budget, but have terms and conditions applied at the bottom of the paper. T's and C's apply. Should in case the king of glory calls upon my money, I will not be able to pay this rent at this moment. I will do I will pay the king first before I think about him. Okay? Cash. Sorry. Number three. Oh, it's number three. Living righteousness is number one. Readiness to sacrifice is number two. And then cash in the kingdom is the vessel of honor. Cash in the kingdom is a vessel or a channel or a conduit or an avenue. Honor. Cash in the kingdom is a channel of honor. Hallelujah. So we use cash in the kingdom to honor the king of glory. Hallelujah. That's why we dance to bring our offering. Dance to bring your offering. Because you are honoring God. You are bringing it. I'm bringing my offering. Yeah. Then the way you are dancing. Some people, the people who dance most, they are not giving anything. One day I was watching some. Uh, Wedding video be one of my relatives wedding, and I saw people dance, 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 wedding offering, and then you see what they had. There was nothing. The person would just release, release nothing into the offering book and continue dancing. So we are going to offer nothing. Hurry! I'm giving God nothing. God bless you. You know it's not by force. If really you don't have something to give, you have to go and dance as if you are giving something. Who is, who is giving you pressure to do that? Just sit down. Hallelujah. Tell them, I'm using Momo. I'm paying by Momo. Yeah, these days now we can pay by Momo. So you don't have to stand and let anybody intimidate you. Just, yeah, hallelujah. So we use cash in the kingdom to honor the king and his representatives. To honor the king and his representatives or the authority structures that God has placed in the kingdom. So you, I've talked about this before. You can give to the church. You can give to your pastor. You can give to your pastor's wife. You can give to uh, your prophet. You can give to your uh, prophet. You can buy uh, socks for your prophet. You can buy shoes for your prophet. You can. You understand? You are using your cash to honor the representatives of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So those who are angry don't want to give anybody anything. You always know. It's not a good thing. It doesn't help. Because honor gets honor. So when you honor a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. Yes. What is the prophet's reward? It's a good question. A prophet's reward
word is whatever God determines it to be at that time. It's like a blank check. You see, when you honor the prophet, then God releases the right for you to receive a prophet's reward. And that prophet's reward can be dependent on what you need, what the kingdom thinks you need at the time. So you give a prophet a cup of water, and God answers your prayer that your child who is failing in school starts to pass this exam. You understand? Depending on what is needed. Some people are those who are all going to stand. Hallelujah. I said we are all standing, so please rise up to your feet. Who should come and stand here and talk about cash and kingdom? Then you wrap in your eyes like that. Let's see whether you can sleep while standing. I want to see those who have the anointing for sleeping while standing. I had a cousin, one of our she used to walk, sleep walking. Yeah, in the night you wake up there. This people, I'm not sure. Because you know, we have this, uh, what do you call it? Our day. So where I grew up, our day is not fried rice in those days. It's just pure junk food. Biscuit, uh, chips, what? Uh, drinks, ice cream, all sorts of junk. Just, it was a junk party for us. So the day before our day, the parents would go shopping and fill the storeroom with those things. Mm. Popcorn, everything. So this is my sleepwalking cousin. She would just we are all sleeping, and around midnight one, then she will get up. So we walking to the store and eat all the nice things there. And she said, "But I'm still running. I don't know. I can't remember." So let's see whether you can sleep, walk your way into cash in the kingdom. Stand there and follow me, okay? What's number four? Tithe is our kingdom tax. Our kingdom tax. I have God has given me some revelation about time, but I have been not having the release to talk about it because it, it can cause controversies. But you people don't look controversial. Are you controversial? Yes. Hmm. Time is our kingdom tax, so it serves as an insurance policy. Your time is like an insurance policy, so stop going to pay those dead body insurances. You know, anytime. The insurance boys who come to my office that they are selling insurance, I will sack them without apology. Because they'll come and say, Oh, if you die, I, please, where you are starting, get out. <laughs> then they'll say, Oh, you know, if you fall sick and you, get, you have an accident and you are disabled, what kind of wickedness is this? Get out of here. I used to sack them without even listening. Yeah, just go. I'll be telling these people, that's why they are, they are making fun. When I, I want you to really get out of my the way, I won't tell you to go. Just go. 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 Stop wasting my time and go. So, instead of paying funny policies, which when it's time to withdraw, they will never give it to you. Have you seen that? When it's time to withdraw that, you will suffer. The amount of money you use to come in and go is more than what they are going to give you. Well, time is your kingdom. But it serves as an insurance policy for you against the enemy. And you've heard the scripture over and over again. I will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. So in the day of trouble, they pull out the books and they check your tithe. Now, when they pull out the books and they check your tithe, you have gaps, gaps, gaps. Then you become like somebody whose teeth are missing. 
Can't you? And then angels don't know what to do for you. And your blessing becomes quarter. It's, a, it's an insurance, okay? But I want to give you some two things about time that you might not know. I've said one before. The Bible says that bring all the time into the storehouse. So if we are here, let's say we are here, a number of people are supposed to pay time every month, just for example. And then as Vivian and Sarah and Osofu and uh, uh, this young man, she, I want to give him a new name because the name is going to make my mouth. And then Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so thank you. So he knew all along that his name is coffee. So why did you want to just stress me? So let's say they paid this. And then these lovely people here have not paid these ones. I'm not naming their names. The ones in this area. God does not consider it as all the time. Bible says bring all the time into the storehouse. So the people who are not paying time in your church, they are causing the corporate blessing to lock. Mm. The corporate blessing has lock. It's like if you are working in a sales company, okay, those of you who have done sales before, we have the individual commission. So if Aunt Vivian goes and sells three products that she has met her target, she gets her bonus or her commission, right? Sarah will go and sell, she will get her bonus and commission. But there is a bonus and commission that is for the whole team. And that one will only be gotten if all of you pull your weight. So you will get your blessing for your time that you have paid. Right? God is not unjust. But the corporate blessing will work out. And that's why a lot of our churches are struggling. Because they, they, some people are just there. They are like a dead weight. We have to drag them along with us. They don't pay their tithe. Are you with me? Yes. You don't like what I'm saying, so you are deleting it from your people. Keep it. Save. I press save in the name of Jesus. I'm Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing I want to tell you about the tithe is that this one, I don't know if you will take it. Lord, should I tell you this? You're looking so sleepy. So wonderful. So I'll tell you only you because this will. You will start. You will continue standing. Then I will come and say, no, you can't. In fact, next time we will remove all the church from here. Ministry International. Hallelujah. It sounds very nice. Yeah. It's like the way Jesus, if Jesus was working on it, maybe he would name his ministry Saliva Ministries International. I was telling the, my kids, the way they laugh and laugh and they like, he took saliva and in the blind man's hand. If he died, he won't attend that church. But you will attend Standing Ministries International. Hallelujah. Okay, so once we are standing, I'm saying that. Let me just tell you, if you take it fine, if not, after all what? Tide. To get the best result from your tide, pay it at one place. Consistency also determines the harvest you are able to get from your tide. I said this one, you know, you know like, because it's confusing. Now, it doesn't mean, you see, the, the reason why you are confused is because you are determined to, the only thing you are going to give is the tithe. That's the reason why you are confused. So, once you attend a Living Ministries International Fever and Fever Church and you pay your tithe there of 500, you feel that 
we are finished. But the Bible doesn't talk only about time. There's a free will offering. So you know that you attend the Living Stream International Fever a church now. You pay your time in. You come to Mighty Mondays here for your prophetic way. Because at Living Stream Fever International Church, there is no prophet day. And you can't force your partner to become a prophet. And so the issue that you you will see today, you will see tomorrow. And then, even if he's a prophet, there are some things you will see and there are some things you will not see. And the question the kingdom I'm telling you, he will never tell you because he doesn't know. It's not that I am better than him. I am not. But this is what God has given you. So if God has blown you here, he has used a wind to bring you here. You must not come and sit here and collect and go and leave us empty. It is unbiblical. So you can't tell me that I pay tithe at a fever international ministry. So I cannot give anything here. Wow. And you cannot say tell me that you are going to divide your tithe to two from fever international bring half year. Because I'm telling you something. Consistency in tithe payment is very important. This one, are you, I told you you won't hear it at Pentecostal International One Church. Consistency. The soil, you see, okay, let me say something. God, please help me not to become Amen. so that this people will not travel and leave me here. There is a mountain that has been prepared for you. You see, God is a strategist, He's a planner. So when He was creating you and He put you in Ghana, He prepared a mountain for you. When I say mountain, I'm talking about a place of worship. So he knows that he's going to attend Ecclesia International. He knows that Sarah will be coming to Mighty Mondays. These, these are the mountains God has prepared for you. You understand? So if you want to reap a benefit, you must be at the right place. Amen. There are a lot of Christians who are in the wrong church. There are today I'll get myself into trouble. Because your great grandfather founded the church, you are still there. But that was not the mountain God prepared for you. So you are stuck. And everything about you is stuck. You must get a revelation of which church to attend. Don't just get up and go to the nearest church in the neighborhood. Don't just get up and go to where your father, 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 grandfather. Sometimes that trouser doesn't fit. If you inherit a trouser from your father and it doesn't fit, is it by force to wear it? So please, are you in the right church? Some of you don't even want to think about it. The thing is so mind-boggling. It's like no, 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 no. You know, everything you do is like no, 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 no. Next point, please. I'm going to the next point until you understand that this is very important for your cash and your kingdom because the revelation you receive there determines how far you can go in life. Your marriage is breaking down because you're in the wrong church. And the, the pastor will never be able to help you. He can't help you because he's not called for you. So the, the prophets are called for certain people. So me, I'm very comfortable. When I see you sitting here, one, two, three, four, twenty. I'm very comfortable. It means God has called me for you. He has called me for you, and I'm okay. I don't need the 300 people to 
come from Ganeshi to come and sit here. Because when I'm preaching to people, God has not called me for I will be stressed. It's can't wait. They will not get a breakthrough. They will not, have, they will not understand. They will be stressing me out. So if somebody is here and they want to get out of here and they feel jump out of the boat, it means that they are not going for us. And they should please excuse us so we can do the work well. It's a simple issue. But you see, if God has called me for you and you jump out of this boat, then your matter is yours between you and me. This is not what you wanted me to say. Some of us, God has tied us together. God gave Jonathan to David, or David to Jonathan. And when Jonathan decided to jump out of the boat and went side to his father, what was the end of Jonathan? And he died next to his father for no good reason. So sometimes we are sticking with people out. This is my relative. It's my family member. It's my blood. Go. Just go. Go. When we hit the wall, remember what I said. Remember what I said. So that was what? Tithing. Look at how tithing can become so. Number five. Simple point. Key principles in the cash and the kingdom. You get what you give. It's as simple as that. You get what you give. So you don't give, you don't get. Simple. You give coins, you get coins in double portion. To get what you give. So, I'm sorry to inform you that I've not finished. I have more things to say. But it's not that long, okay? Can you persevere a little more? You want to sit down for a few minutes? Okay, sit and forgive you. Sit and let me see. If you start dozing more, stand down. And then I'll prolong the message down so that you stand down. The way when we were standing, now the, the message was flowing. So next week I just tell them that um, we don't need the chairs. We, just need, we don't need the chairs. Oh God! All right. Tell the person next to you, are you okay? And then ask the person, have you paid your time? Okay. Then ask the person one last, just last question. Please, when last did you contribute to my team? <laughs> and when the person tells you, I just gave an offering, tell them, oh, I'm not talking about that uh, one thing. I'm asking a contribution. When last did you contribute? All right. Has the person answered you? What did the person say? It's been a while. I've never, I've never contributed. <laughs> okay, so when you decide not to contribute, you know what I will do? Apart from removing the chair, we will switch off all the AC. <laughs> you boy, you think I'm joking, man? You know, I said the, the place where we used to meet, we used to eat. These people, they ate the ministry. Those who are not living their names. There was a lot of nice people. Watermelon, croissant, eh, what? Eh? Chelsea bun, eh, I 
coffee, tea. Oh, too much. Eh? Too much. Look at the reason why I look like this. <laughs> apples, even apples. Apple. Eight, eight. And when they decide not to contribute, God sack us from there. And now we are sitting here. There is no joy. No joy here. So if we misbehave, no chair will be here. No AC will be here. We will be switch off the lights. Conservation of electricity. Okay. I know you are angry. But please come next week, okay? How to make money in the kingdom? Look at the way they are writing us how to make money in the kingdom. Point one. How to make money. You want me to give you three easy steps of making money? Let me just tell you. In the kingdom, we don't make money. I know I said how to make money in the kingdom. I'm just dictating to you what God told me. It was in the night, around 11.30. And then I, my boyfriend was asleep. And my small baby roommates too was asleep. So I couldn't switch on the light. So I was right in the darkness with my phone as the like that. And then God is telling me how to make money in the kingdom. You, you want to, to receive revelation, this is how we receive it. God will say, hey, wake up, wake up. And you preach at the edge of the bed. Yes. Then you are like, eh, please, I need to go to the washroom. No, sit down, listen to this one. <laughs> so I sit down, listen. Write how to make money in the kingdom. And I write how to make money. Then you say, in the kingdom, we don't make money. I'm like, dude, you are the one who is here. I mean, what is all this, brand? At that point, you just want to cover yourself and then sleep. They're yeah, like, God. Oh, so when you cover yourself and sleep, then you know what happened. Cover yourself and sleep. God was talking to me last night. And I was like, hey, I'm tired. So he was talking and then I just lay on the bed. And he was talking and I'm like, ooh, I slept. I had a very scary dream. <laughs> I woke up at night. Lord, you're someone. <laughs> <laughs> God knows how to deal with that. Alright, so don't be angry. How to make money in the kingdom? In the kingdom, we don't make money. But we do the following. Number one, find your stream. Find your stream. Stream. A stream like a river, a small river. Okay? And that stream is assigned by God. Assigned by God. Find the stream that God has assigned to you. The stream or the river that God has assigned to you. It shall be like a tree planted. Yes, by streams of living water. So you have to find your stream. If you are going to grow, if you are going to grow healthy and strong and bear fruit in season, and if your leaf will not wither, you must find the right stream. Because not every tree can grow everywhere. So if you are, you are planted in the wrong location, so find your stream first. Find your stream. Your stream, eh, it refers to the avenue of income that God has assigned to you. I always tell you that if you hear your friend has going to open a cement shop and the person is making money, does not mean that when you go and do the same thing, you also make money. That's the failure of a lot of us. It's a failure of a lot of us because you might not have that grace. It's not what God has assigned you for. So don't just go about copying. You see, you feel, hey, the latest thing, I feel, hey, you know, there's cryptocurrency, I don't know what, Bitcoin. You go and try it. You go and try it. Just go and try it. 
So Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 is talking about Jeremiah said something. I just love this scripture. It kind of moves me. Jeremiah 10 23. Does somebody have it? They can oh Lord, it. Mm-hmm. I know that the way of man is not in himself. Mm-hmm. It is not in a man what walketh in the right steps. It is not in a man. It is not in a man that walketh to the right steps. Amen. So, Jeremiah got a point and he realized that I know, oh Lord, that a man's life, the life of a person, is not in himself. It's not of myself. It's not me who is walking that can direct my own steps. I'm not the one who can direct myself. The Bible said the steps of the righteous are ordered by who? In this version of Jeremiah 10 23, I don't know what kind of Bible is this one. Good news translation. I borrowed it from my, my daughter. Don't be angry. I've given you all my Bibles. So yes. I have now gone yes. to borrow. Hallelujah. Thank God for daughters who have Bibles. Amen. So Jeremiah 10 23 in this version says, Lord, I know that none of us are in charge of our own destiny. For your information, you are not in charge of your own destiny. Those are machinations of people in the new age who have been telling me that take charge of your destiny. At me. At me. How can you take charge of what you don't even want it is? It says, Lord, I know that none of us are in charge of our own destiny. None of us have control over our own life. That's what Jeremiah realized. So, when you have that realization, you find your strength. I said, Lord, show me. Many of us go through life 30 years, 40 years. You've never taken time to ask God, what am I supposed to be doing? Why did you put me here? Why did you bring me here? Lord. And one of the beautiful things God gave me when I started prophetic ministry was the ability to tell where I was supposed to be. So I look at your face and know that you are out of place cry. But the problem is, most people are not able to stomach it. They can't handle it. You see, like this medical doctor here, this girl, this girl, the spectacles. If you don't go into medicine, I don't know what you will do in your life. That is what God has assigned you to do. Some people too, they have a lot of different things they can do. Do this, do this, do this. You start this business selling uh, cassava. You start another business selling grass cutter. Why are you squinting? It's grass cutter. You have to be eating some. How do you call grass cutter? I was trying to find it, but. Okay, you get the point. So let me move on. And what's the last thing? Number two, find your location. So you find your stream, and then number two, you find your location. Because you can find a stream, yeah? Like I'm supposed to be a medical doctor. But it doesn't mean you have to be a medical doctor in Ghana. Maybe you have to be a medical doctor somewhere. I have a friend who is a nurse, and she, she was she packed bags and moved to the US. And when she was about going, God told me that this girl is going to the wrong country. She's supposed to go to the UK. Now, am I the one coming to tell you that please go to UK? I tried, but in fact, my tongue was twisted. But when she got there, the kind of struggles she went through, I knew God doesn't lie. Because you don't take time to ask him, where should I go? My friends have done some deal big and they go to US. So me too, maybe I'm going and going. So when you get there, you wear sweet. Sweet. 
John at Burger King. Audio, I don't think I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
the only woman in my room. <laughs> okay, she's an old lady. She finds it so offensive when she comes to Ghana and people call her old lady. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, my old lady, eh? You see, my, because uh, I'm shy, I've forgotten the thing I was going to say. When we go to church, we go to prayer, and this one we dozy. Oh my God, she's dozy. And then they're dozy now, she does it like this. So I will point to this. I think so, she's really feeling the message. <laughs> so there's a people here who are doing that. Actually, they are fast asleep. I hope that as you are asleep, you are receiving a revelation of what I'm saying. That you are seeing your business flourishing somewhere. And God showed me a communication company at Airport City. And belonging to Abigail. And Abigail is doing so maybe she's seeing the revelation of the company. I think we have to inspect your notes. Have you seen the kind of notes people write when they are sleeping? Okay. Even sleeping is important because you need to dream. But please don't sleep here, okay? You can end up forgetting yourself. Okay, work by feet. Number five. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. The reason I'm talking about cash and care, we just talk about the principles. The rules are the principles. The rules are the laws. You have to follow the laws and the principles of the kingdom. You can't just do anything the way you want to do it and expect to get a result. You can't just go and steal money from somewhere. You steal money from your office or you do some DOB to get to cut some corners and then you say, I'm using this money for my business that God has given me to go and start. Please. Who should rubber stamp that thing? Is it God? Follow the rules. And then number six, expect and deal with resistance. This is where many of us start failing. Expect and deal with resistance. The fact that God has said you should go into it doesn't mean you will not meet a resistance. That's the problem we have. You think that because God said it, it should just be me, it should just be easy. So anyway, you get there and you meet any opposition, then you are angry. You meet any opposition, then you say, oh no, that prophet, the, the, the one they told me that is not true. Then you start giving reasons, explanations. I don't know, I started, but, and then, what then, and then, and then, what are you doing? Who should come and fight your battle for you? Expect to meet a resistance. And be ready to deal with that resistance. Yes. There is a strong man standing in the position you want to take. So you think Satan is sitting down for you to just come and occupy? When you, when you walk in, he's like, oh, uh, oh, we have come, okay, I'll see you. No, he's going to deal with you, so if you're not ready to deal with him, then you will suffer. Okay? Deal with the resistance. How do we deal with resistance? We pray, we fast, we fight back. We fight back, don't give up. If God say you are going to be a, a music sensation, and you are meeting opposition, out of the thing and run to your house and go and cover yourself with a blanket. You will not be a music sensation in your room. If God said you are going to be a big time business tycoon 
sister, and you cover yourself in your room with a blanket. You are not going to become business like women in your bedroom under the blanket. Please, are you with me? Yes. Ah, these people are not here, but I'm going home. So number seven, use the keys. Use the what? Keys. Who has keys here? Somebody give me keys. I want to tell you my keys, and then I will get out of your way so you can go and cover yourself with that very heavy blanket. No, this one is khakis. I don't want khakis. I want uh, this jingle jingle room key. This room key. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this is not the room to the, the key to the bathroom. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the key to somebody's penthouse. Um, no problem. There's some keys when you see, you know that this one be it's not in the proper house. <laughs> the house is not correct. Even the key can tell that. Okay, may God keep you a new house in Jesus' name. Which has keys that. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. For I have given you the keys to the kingdom. I love this verse. I told you I was writing in the middle of the night. When I went to school, I was happy. I said, wow. For I have given you the keys to the kingdom. This version says, I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Receive the keys to the kingdom of Jesus. Now, if the kingdom has a key, please listen very carefully. If you've not heard anything else I'm saying, listen to this one. If the kingdom has a key, it means the kingdom has a door. Some way, I understand. I was complaining. 
and he just told me the key to the kingdom is your faith. Amen. He told me the key to the kingdom is your faith. Listen, listen to the verse. It says that I want to find that verse. I will give the keys to the kingdom. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Because the way you are looking at this life. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt find on earth shall be found in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loose. Amen. So he will give you the keys to the kingdom. And he's telling you that. This is the key. Right? And the key is your faith. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth. Because you have the key. What shall, whatsoever you shall lose. What you bind here on earth is bound there in heaven. What you hear is loose there. And I know we use this scripture to bind and lose the demons. Which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. Bind and lose. But in this context, I was like, okay, God should bind uh, the demons. Then he asked me, which demons are in heaven? Mm. And I was like, hey. And because then he said, what you bind on earth, you bind in heaven. So if you are binding demons here, and it will also be bound in heaven, does it make any sense? So then I also became a sister. <laughs> I said, this God, he can really make you make your mind lock. So I said, okay, no worries. What we bind on earth is bound in heaven. What we lose on earth is lost in heaven. In the context of the keys to the kingdom. So you're giving me keys to bind. You're giving me keys to lose. You're giving me keys to bind. And you're giving me keys to lose. He has given me the keys to bind. And when I do that, it's bound over there. He has given me the keys to lose here. On earth. And what I lose here is lost there. And he says that the key is my faith. So by this, you have bound your breakthrough because you don't believe. By this, you have lost your breakthrough because you believe. What you bind here according to your faith is bound over there. So your account, I told you last week about your account in heaven. Your account in heaven, what can say you have locked it? I need money, Lord, I need money. Has God refused to give you some?
much faith do you have for the thing God said you should go and do? The faith you have determines the way to receive. It's as simple as that. It's not saying that, that, that now you have to come and apply for the keys to the kingdom. I have given you the keys. So you wait. You lose. You are waiting for God. He's waiting for you. I'm believing 
want to go and do this master's program, show me the application you have made to the school. That is an action. My God, am I saying something? I believe in God I'm going to start a business, selling some wigs and I don't know what. Okay, where is the action you have taken? How much is the, is the wig? How much is the shop that you are going to hire? Where even is the shop? So it means your faith is just something within your spirit somewhere there. I believe in God that by next year I'm going to be a business tycoon. How? You see, most of us say, we think that God is going to come down and turn us into a business tycoon. You have been watching Cinderella. That's why you think that. Yes, because in Cinderella they turn, they just turn, they turn the, the, the rags into a beautiful ball gown. So you are waiting for God to just come and turn you into a business guy. Ah, you will be waiting for a very long time. Take your keys, open the door, enter in, take the action corresponding to the thing you said you are believing God for, and then let's see if God will not back you up. Let me tell you, I want to make it very practical for you to understand what I'm saying because I think the thing it doesn't connect. It will be a short circuit. I was in my house, and my children told me, "Mommy, there's no bread. Want bread?" And I looked very well into my purse, and I saw the purse was yawning. And it was like, "Wow, there was nothing." And then they said, "Oh," and then Franka came and said, "Oh, the water too is finished." The dispenser water is finished. And I look at it. I said, okay. Then I took my bag. And I started going. I said, open the gate for me. Where are you going? I'm going to buy bread. I'm going to buy water. I didn't have any money. And I, I think when I'm saying this, you don't understand what I mean. Because you think maybe I have an ATM card that was money inside. My bank balance was 0.1 something. They sent me their statement. Your bank balance is 0.1. That's the one I see that they can get angry. Like I want to sell my phone. <laughs> and I saw it. The momo was crying. Nothing was there. All the things you are thinking I had the backup somewhere. I didn't have it. But I took my bag and I started walking. And I said, open the gate, I'm going. Where are you going to buy bread? And I started driving to the bakery. And I got just a few feet to the bakery. And my phone rang. So I packed the car and I picked the phone. She was a friend of mine. And she said, hey, what's up? I said, oh, nothing much. I said, where are you? I said, I'm going to buy some bread. Then she said, oh, okay. How much is the bread? I said, oh, I'll buy two loaves. One is 10 cents. They like a specific bread in my house there. So she said, I just received some hundred cents. I wanted to give you some. So can I pay for the bread? And I said, yes, you can pay for the bread. Very cool like this. Oh yeah, okay. Do you know what was happening to me? I said, yeah, okay. Then I told her, listen, I don't want you to just suffer transferring the money to me. Then, so you let me get to the shop. I will tell the lady to give you her momo line so you can just send it directly. So we got there then. And the lady gave us a momo we paid. And then my friend said she wants to talk to the lady. So she was like, oh, please, I said, come. She said, yeah, it has come. Okay, thank you so much. How, uh, what's your name? I said, oh, my name is Mary. I said, oh, yes, my name. I said, oh, where do you attend church? I said, oh, it's a long time I went to church. I said, oh, but are you born again? She said, no. No, it was blessedness. I said, well, I want to lead you to Christ. So repeat after me. And I, bread. You see, I got bread. 
and she also got the bread of life. Because I took a step of faith. I'm not telling you an example. I'm not talking about 10 years ago. This thing happened some two, two weeks ago. Wow. Yes, you think I'm talking about some years back? Yes. I said, I said, I'm so, I'm going. How do I get to this place? We don't know. Some of you think that we are sitting on some cash. No. We walk by faith yeah. and not by sight. Yeah. And sometimes your faith has to get violent and get angry. Because when you see the resistance, don't sit there and say that, oh, well, I met a resistance, so you know, I just went back and I went. I've done this thing several times. I've done it several times. I got up to go super, to the supermarket to buy something. I didn't have any, I, that day man, it was worse because the petrol was looking at me paying, it was blinking. So one, I don't have petrol, two, I don't have money, I'm going to buy something. When I got to the shop, I packed the car and I said, I'm cold. I'm also tired of this kind of thing, Lord, what's up? Then I got another call and this person told me that I have packed some things for you. Where are you? Come, pass by and come and pick it. So I said, please, I'm currently at this for money, I need to buy one person. So what are, what are you buying? And I said, this woman, she is too low. She's so nosy. What I'm buying, what has it got to do with you? Then I told her, well, I'm buying this and this. And she said, but that's part of the things I've packed for you. So you should buy the thing and come. Then I told her that, hey, Madam, hey, Pastor, I'm coming, but you know, I'm just believing God for some petrol here. Can you wait? Then she said, ah, how much money do you have to put in? That's your small car. So I told her that, please, if you think my car is small, fill the tank. I said, and you, need, you see the supermarket was next to the filling station. It's like, hmm. You see that's from my head So I told her that fill the tank for me. She said, okay, you go and pack there, ask them how much it is to fill the tank. So they filled the tank and the woman said to the woman, and then I got full tank. And I got to my mother's there. So your actor doesn't change for me. I'm trying to tell you that this thing we are doing is not a theoretical matter. It's practical. It's not a theoretical. Next week, I'm about to go to Range uh, Rover and go and get myself the at least I have to go and test the car. Because I've been telling God Range Rover, then he's looking at me. He said, you, you, are just, you are just using your mouth to say things. The declaration without the corresponding action is a waste of time. You better back your declaration with the corresponding action. Now, I challenge each and every person here that this between now and next Monday, back your declaration with the corresponding action. I didn't say you, should, you shouldn't declare. You must declare. Because yes, you de I decree a thing and it will come to pass. But before it comes to pass, there must be actions leading to yeah. action. Do you understand? So you will sit there and be saying that God hasn't done, God hasn't done. He is looking at you because He didn't say that I, God, have the, the kingdom. I go so come and beg me for keys. He said, I have given you the keys. So open the door, enter in. What you bind here by your lack of faith it is bound and will continue to be bound for the rest of eternity. Yeah. What you lose here, it is loose and continue to be loose. Until kingdom come, hallelujah. So the kingdom must come, hallelujah. The kingdom must come on earth as it is in heaven. I hope somebody is blessed here tonight. Before I actually finish telling what I wanted to say, maybe it won't. But before we go away from this place, I want you to write in your book or your paper or your iPad, whatever you are using. At least, uh, uh, boss, get up and take your book. If you have a book or paper, somebody should give him something. I, I don't want him to be left out of what we are about to do. I want you to write at least three things 
three that you are believing God in. And I want you to write at least one action for the three things, then eh? one each. One corresponding action you are going to take. Africans, you must take responsibility. Too long, we always shift responsibility to other people. Now let's take the responsibility. These are the three things I'm believing God for. Okay, between now and the end of the year, let's keep it that way because when I get up, you write something about 2056. 20, no. I want three things between now and the end of the year, you are really genuinely believing God for. And then I want you to. The way some people are just looking as if hey, here is not a, a, studio, a photo studio. You have to take your pen and write. Please, is anybody with a lucky pen or paper that needs some help? Everybody's okay? Three things you are believing God for between now and the end. Three things you have faith that God is going to help you accomplish between now and the end of the year. And then I want you to go on the other side of that column or whatever. You write the three actions you are going to take. One action for each thing. So I'm believing God for a new um, what? A new what? Laptop. Yeah. So what is the corresponding action I'm taking to that? You write it down. I'm going to go at it. I will find out the price of the laptop or I'll go to wherever. Whatever corresponding action you think within your power you are going to take. Audacious actions. Okay? The audacity to believe.
this is class work. Yeah? Then the actions you are going to do them as homework. Why am I suffering here? Um, the last thing I want you to do is that this is okay, this is the homework. I want you to go, will you do the homework? Or I should make you do it now because the way some of you are behaving. The homework is that please you are going to find scriptures to support your actions. Because in that, you see, it, it seems very easy to say and write. But when you have to take that action, it can be very scary. Imagine you are taking the car, you don't have money. You don't have money to pay, but you have taken the car, you are going. And you are believing that when you get there, along the way, something will happen. It's going to be really scary. So in that time, you need to have a scripture that helps you to get through that process. I like to be very practical. I don't want to tell you things that you can't do. So please, have a scripture back in it. Okay? My God shall supply all my needs according to riches and glory. I mean, find relevant scripture. I didn't say you should go and find a scripture that says you are cursed in the day, that cursed in the night, and not in Find a scripture that supports what you are believing God for. Okay? So I already know that one is homework. Oh, you can do it now, no? I don't think so. Go and do it as homework. But if you can do it right now, please do it with me. First of all, I will give you some few minutes. Few, few minutes. So when I say, Lord, 
I'm believing for this laptop. I'm taking a step of faith to copy Ghana to go and take possession of my laptop. You are going that with the belief that you have received it. Yes. Oh God, I beg you. I beg you. That's not the, the boost job, the attitude. Do you understand? Yes. That's why I was talking about audacity. You work with some annoying confidence. I want this computer. Wrap it up. And then punch the number. Uh, 2,500. 2,500. And then God will provide you whatever we need. Maybe, maybe you'll be standing there, just standing there. You are waiting, they are waiting for you to pay you too. You are waiting for God to pay. They are waiting for you to pay. You are waiting for God to pay. There will be some few minutes of discomfort. And the person will be like, Master, pay for the thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just believing God for the 2,500 to pay for it. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Add it to my bill. Add it to my bill. And then walk out of my bill. But this is, you don't believe that it happens. It happens to people. If it doesn't happen to you, be there and be looking on. You seem so scared. Most of the reason is that we are afraid of what people will think about us. There will be some few moments of discomfort. Yeah. You're standing there. You, you know that. <laughs> but you actually know that you have it. Yes. You have it. I have it. So after you are paying, wrap it up, just pack it up, come in. Now you do it with some kind of arrogance. <laughs> I said, Never do it because you are so concerned about how people see you. I'm giving you feel like about where the world is going because without faith, we are not going to You see, we are getting to a very dangerous time in this world. If we are this earth and the wicked people take over and they make things very difficult for Christians, we are going to have to use our faith to limit it. So if you don't have faith, you can't eat. Because you are so conditioned to the system of the world feeding you. It must work according to my job, must pay my salary. I'll take this withdrawn and then go to the shop, pay for the thing. Okay. When the system of the world says that no buying and selling if you don't take this coro vaccine or whatever, you can't buy and sell and you can't whatever, and you feel that like you what are you going to do? You'll be sacked from your job. I went to sleep hungry. Some people they sleep hungry and they say God has caused them to fast. I don't know, I don't know about that one. Let me not talk about it. If God wants to fast, is that how you go about it? Okay. Can I close? I think I've given you homework to go I'm expecting to hear some attempted faith journey. I'll tell you that when I was on campus, I used to go to the ATM. I know that there's no money there. I had no money there. <laughs> I'll go to the ATM and put the kind of punch. 700. And they wait. <laughs> and they tell me, uh, I'm able to complete whatever you tell me. And I say, Lord. I paid tight last week. I gave an offering. I saw it. These are things I remind God of. Today I told God that. Have you forgotten how many offers I have had? I told you. I said, you God. 
Look at this one. There was a thing with me when I was shouting at you. Sometimes I tell God some few things. I'm not begging God to help you. I am referring him back to God. I said, you God, hold on a minute. When I was, I still remind him, when I was in Tacrad, I took my salary, all of it, and I went to buy things for orphanage and I gave it to him. So today, I was sitting in my hall last week and I was looking for Momo. Adija is laughing, she was there. She came, she called me that she's come to see me and I was like, okay. Me, I'll be sitting there the whole day. I said, Momo, my Momo, my Momo, my Momo, my Momo. God, my Momo. I was, I was not in, talking in my heart, oh, I told God. I need a Momo. A Momo alert has hit this week. A Momo alert. I received my Momo alert. My Momo, I just kept on shouting Momo alert. Then my son was like, Momo. I said, Momo alert, Momo. Momo alert, Momo. He was just following me. Then I think he was making fun of me. That was I will do with him. Then he went out and asked me, Has it hit? Then I would get angry. I'm like, Clear off of me. So I continued. I was doing that. And Katia called me and she's coming to see me. So I was there. Once she was there, because Okay. Some of you when you come to my house, I can't do those things because the way you look at you like then you come and tell people stories. But for her, she knows who I was just sitting there. We talked a little then I forgot about her matter and I was like, Lord, my mom, my mom, I can't talk shouting. Then this girl asked me a question. She said, Is this only Momo that you want? Then I said, I'm kind of that. Then she said, Well, what if God wants to give you another form of money? So I said, hey, I've restricted this. So I'm basically here with you. Hey! So I said, no, please, I also have wonderful cash. <laughs> then she was like, and she kept quiet. Then she said, or oh, any other form. Then I said, oh, okay. Cash is welcome. Uh, but you know, a uh, bank account, bank collect, but my account is there. Please, I think it's welcome. So she didn't say anything again. Me too, I was reading my book quietly, and I was like, maybe God has not helped me. Then she took some money and gave it to my little boy. I said, go and give this to mommy. So when he brought me, I didn't know what she was putting on. I thought maybe she wanted me to see something. When I opened the the morning inside, I, sh- I shouted, I started coughing. I started coughing at my door. I was shocked. I was shocked. Then she, she was there morose. She said, maybe this is why God wanted me to come here. I said, you see, God will compel somebody. To come and honor your faith. God will protect you. He will force somebody. He will move somebody out of your house because of you. I did not be angry. I'm sure between that time and now, God has blessed you someone. So, Lord, please, my mom, everybody, lift up your phone. Lord, tonight, we are calling for a supernatural surprise. A bank account, whatever. Lord, do something only you can do. Between now and the time we get to our houses, Father, putting our faith into action, we are expecting a supernatural surprise. Lord, let it be something we have never seen before. Let our Momo receive the money it has never received before. Let our Vodafone cash, whatever, Tigo cash, whatever you are using, 
Let it receive what it has never received before. Let the back alerts just cry out in the, in the midnight hour. Let the back alerts cry with an amount you have not seen before. Lord, you have said we should walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. That we have an account and we have the keys. We have the keys. We have the keys to the kingdom. Lord, by this keys, we now release our finances. We release our monies. We release our breakthrough. Ghana cities, US dollars, uh, pound, US, UK pounds. We release euros in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, wherever our money has locked up, whatever crocodile has taken our money, whatever stomach has swallowed our money, by divine decree, according to the word that you said we should walk by faith, now our faith is working. Lord, our faith is working. Let the woman hit. Let the wonderful cash hit. Let the bank let hit. Let the table cash hit. Let whichever network we are using, let it hit with some money. Tonight I decree over this force. I decree over this force. As the prophet that God called to announce cash in the kingdom, I have done the announcement, Lord. Now do exponential release. And let your people know that they know that they know that they serve a living God. Father, give us one evidence to support our faith. Lord, we know our faith has been weak. Lord, we say help our unbelief. Help our unbelief by giving us one alert that will boost our faith. Lord, let it happen tonight. We cause it to happen tonight. Whoever must not sleep for us to receive that alert, I decree in the name of Jesus. Whoever has been thinking about giving you and they have decided to keep it. Father, tonight they will not sleep. The king could not sleep. And tonight they will also not sleep. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ. Sleepless night for your helper. Sleepless night for your helper. Sleepless night for your helper. They will not sleep until they bless you. They will not eat until they bless you. They will not do anything until they bless you. Let the trouble of Israel trouble them right now in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost trouble them, O oh Lord, to release our money. Trouble them, O oh Lord, to release our money. Father, cause them to favor us with strange favor. Cause them to favor us with strange favor. Cause them to favor us with strange favor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we decree and declare no more poverty, no more lack, no more struggle, no more battles, no by the power in the name of Jesus, I decree financial release. I command the financial release. Let the finances be released. Now, by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, back this prayer besides the waters. Back this prayer, Lord, with an alert in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord favor you. May the financial release in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen. Say a better amen. Thank you, God Jesus.
the way it can be. They are going to surprise you with something. And this week you are going to receive strange surprises. You will receive financial surprises. You will also receive things you never even thought of. So I see somebody getting a TV, a new TV. I just saw somebody getting a Yeah, I saw somebody getting a microwave. Yeah, I just saw it. I saw somebody receiving it. But me, I've been trusting God for a blender. Lord, please, my blender. We have destroyed all the blenders in the Lenya. Now I need blender. So I receive my blender in the name of Jesus. You put it there, contact just like that. Me, I receive my blender. I receive new laptop. You see, I've been looking. I'm receiving it. If they won't take a lot, I'm taking Because this place there, there are so many things here. So receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. If you have faith, declare the thing and take an action. Lord, thank you for what you are doing. You see, you will just receive some strange surprises. Expect it. Be in expectance of surprises. Okay? Sit there expecting a surprise because it's coming. Between now and your house, a surprise is coming. Tomorrow, any morning, surprise is coming. Amen. It's the whole of the week. It's a week of surprises. It's a week of surprises. It's not, a, see, it's not just the people you are thinking should bless you. Don't fix it your mind or no auntie or my wife. Auntie Adwa should bless me. Yes, Auntie Adwa can bless you. But God is bringing some other people from where you don't expect. So, I have closed this message in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I want to go to my senior brother to please close us in Jesus' name. Are we all blessed? Yes. My notes are full. I will go back and eat it again regurgitation and draw. Please, I want you to take a step of faith as we have been told. I remember 2004 there was a person of land for 200 million for the church and the church has 20 million and I told the elder we are buying the land. They said, are you crazy? I said, I'm not crazy. Then we went to negotiate. They said, bring 20 million first. We put it down. I think five months God pay 160 million. And the land, the building is standing on top of the property. When the property was about to be built, there was no cash. And I put my faith together. Then 2009, the foundation was laid. By 2013, it was roofed. 760 seater church. Just like that. You see, it has to go with faith. The car we are using, we are managing now. I saw the car. God told me, this is your car. There was zero CD. There was what? Zero CD. But I have one million CD feet. Then we went to the owner. This car. Then we gave the price. My wife said, we have to still negotiate. We are negotiating when there is no one CD. But our faith was more than that currency. Because faith says you, the reverse currency, that buy everything. It's both in heaven and earth. It's a universal currency. And that is the car we are using now. It came supernaturally. So, please take an action. The tablet. How much is the tablet? And go and price it. Put your faith together. Make a move. You will see it happening practically. Color doesn't that be not as if they are. Faith is necessary. Thank you, man. In fact, my faith is boosted. Ah, I will testify. Hallelujah. As he was talking, my heart was happy. We have to take some audacious steps. Amen. Rest your feet. I hope we are blessed.
Thank you. 